comes Walt. They're at the top of the stretch, and the leader is Tapature, and he's full of run, opening up to lead by three. Strong Mandate now takes up the chase in second. Right on Curlin gives way third. Tapature by two and a half lengths. Strong Mandate is in second. Right on Curlin third, but it's Tapature. He's going to prove much the best in the southwest as he finishes with a flourish. Tapature wins by four. Strong Mandate clearly second best. Photo for third, right on Curlin gets that spot. And then the photo for fourth was between Tanzanite Cat and Coastline. Chasing the Triple Crown. 21st podcast. 74 days until the Kentucky Derby. This is Howard Dinette, CEO of Angolite Media. Max Dinette is editor-in-chief of Angolite Media. He's also the host of Beers, Beards, and Bastards, a comedic look at craft beers. He's with me today also. Mm-hmm. There he is. He's got the croaky, froggy voice going on. Today. Yeah, I got sick over the weekend. So... so Big news on the on the way of the Derby prep season. All the ten pointers, ten point races. The first, I don't know, fifteen races or so, ten pointers. The last one was today, President's Day. We're a little late in our podcast here. Yeah. Um. So happy birthday, Abe <coughs> and George, and all, all of the uh, <laughs> all born on the same day, of course. All, all born on the same. A requisite of the American president. Get President's Day, but okay. Everybody, everybody else had it off today. There was much traffic this morning. Yeah. But it's, it's a little uh, disheartening, but I had to work. Yeah. So anyhow, um, the El Camino Real Derby was over the weekend at um, Golden Gate. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Is President's Day? I already talked about that. Getting ready to shift into those bigger races, and the first big race is the Fountain of Youth. I'm kind of excited about that. That's at Gulfstream, and that's this weekend, the 22nd. Um, lots to talk about. Mm. So you heard the, and I just listened to the call because I wasn't able to bet, damn it, on the <laughs> Southwest today. Mm. Um, Tapature won, I would say, convincingly, handily. Mm. Um, strong mandate. I, I don't think the trip that strong mandate had was was great. He was pretty wide. He was running out of the seven hole. Joel Rosario, one of our, he's a great jock, but he was. I think there was a lot of horses in this race, and he kind of got wide, mm-hmm. which was kind of troublesome. And strong mandate was kind of staggering down the home stretch. Yeah. And he looked kind of tired. So, but he, I mean, I'll, I'll talk a little bit later in the podcast about. Maybe strong mandate, Tapature. They're getting in better form. I got some works and stuff like that, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Is he one of those horses that has the, doesn't have the um, the endurance and stuff? Oh like, no, what's that? He's he's got great strong mandate. Has great breeding. He's a <coughs> he's a D Wayne Lucas horse, and of course D Wayne is is pretty hot. I mean, the last two times out, and it might be good that he's not perfectly in form yet because the Derby still is a little bit off. So. Mm. There's something to be said to bring these bringing these horses up slowly, but strong mandate. I would say he's still looking pr- pretty good. I'm just curious as if he if he's one of those horses that we were taught. I don't remember what it's called. It's more of a sprinter. His yeah. his like his um, what is it dosage, called? The dosage. Yeah, that's the dosage. It. 
Um, no, he he has pretty good reading. I could look at that, but it's pretty even spread. And actually, one of the things that we talked about mm-hmm. on the last podcast was how many horses were out of California, how many horses were out of the East Coast, and how many horses come out of the Central to win the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. I did a little research on it, and it was pretty interesting. Um, there's a lot of horses in the <laughs> central area. As I you mean, adjusted like, your glasses. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty interesting. So there were some horses that came out of Kentucky and <laughs> Louisiana and mm. Oaklawn and, you know, in the center part of the country that has, have won the Derby recently. And there's some Florida breads and there's some. So it's kind of a balance. It was kind of a mix. I didn't really add up any numbers, but it's fairly balanced. But mm. most of the the horses that win are coming out of like you know they funnel through the west at santa anita that's the funnel point and then in the center part of the country it's usually like the louisiana derby or arkansas and then the florida derby always has a few good ones and then even some stuff out of new york but the new york horses tommy was saying something about they ship a lot of the horses south for the winter and some of the better horses are probably in the south but there's still some good horses in new york so I, I, i don't know if that's true or not true but just a little bit back on what I said, I would look at how many horses yeah, good recently. Callback. But um, so let's do a little uh, a little news. So you're gonna have to put the sound effect in afterwards, Maxie. That's what I always do. <laughs> I write down the time. So Hollendorfer uses option in El Camino Real. So he he put Tamarando in. Let's see, and he had another horse. Uh, so Tamarando runs, seems like he runs a little bit better on the tap of the track. The El Camino was run at Golden Gates, which is Tapita, which is that funny, funny surface. So he had that horse. <laughs> like ha-ha funny? Yeah, or? well, it's kind of like that mushy kind of insulation, kind of weird surface. It's not dirt. It's mm. strange. Asbestos. It, it's, it's this strange, you know, I, I don't know how to describe it. I'm looking for my. What the heck did I do with it? Say something, Max, will you? Uh, there it is. Yeah, there so, you go. So, Jerry Hollendorfer had two horses in the um, El Camino. Uh, Puppy Manners, which is a, just a bizarre name. It's a horrible looked, name. <laughs> look, looked pretty good. And he had Tamarando. When I liked Tamarando, he ran in the California Cup against California Chrome and lost. Um. So by by five in that, but he won this race kind of handily. He beat. Who did I like? I really liked Dance with Fate. I I mean, this is one of the things I I looked at the horses beforehand, and I lo- I really liked Dance with Fate, so I put win money on him. I like Tamarando, of course, and the other horse, Enterprising, which Gary a Tommy a Tommy Proctor horse that Gary Stevens riding. And, and doesn't that come in? It comes in Tamarando, Nips, Dance with Fate, and Enterprising came in third. Well, Enterprising mm-hmm. was the fave. I didn't bet the fave. I bet because I really liked the way, um, and I've been looking at Dance with Fate's um, works, and he looks he's a Peter, Peter Yurton trained horse. Yurton? Yurton in California. So he, he's looking pretty decent, and Tamarando looked good. On the funny surface, though, so I, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to – What's a make of it? It's not really think, dirt. So when they go into dirt, it doesn't seem like Tamarando runs as well. I think you named the episode Funny Surface. <laughs> there you go. I mean, just he doesn't run as well. So we'll see how that all kind of plays out. But Tamarando looks looking looking pretty good. He's a Jerry Hollander for horse. Um, 
so and and also he's got shared belief, which has the quarter crack that we were talking about yeah. before. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with shared belief, but he has this this Tamaranda horse, and uh, we'll see how that all goes. So that's yeah. the the Golden Gate. I mean, Tamarando in, in that race ran like dead last. And actually, I don't know if we're going to talk about this now, but I'm getting off track a little bit. And let's let's go back to some other. Let's, news. Hit, let's hit that news. Yes, yeah, hit that top. news. So let's see. Hold on, wrong one. Still hitting that news. Still, still trying to hit the news. Hold on. Here we go. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, Max. So Tapacher Walt worked between races at Oakland. So Tapacher actually did well today. He won the Southwest. So I was just saying that uh, Steve Asmussen was working Tapacher, and he. And it was kind of funny. He, um, Steve Asmussen said that uh, Tapacher is a handy horse. He didn't really say he's a great horse. He said he's handy, handy. and he's very athletic. So mm-hmm. a couple of good com. I mean, I like the fact that he's athletic, and he was ride- running out of the two-hole, I do believe. And that's a tough – I mean, with that many horses, there was like 12 horses in that race, and you could get crushed in. But he, he mm-hmm. ran the, the race well out of the two-hole. Um, Luis Saez, in other news, is going to ride Wildcat Red in the Foy, the Fountain of Youth Foy. Do you like how I did that? Foy. Um, so that's, I mean, Luis Saez is hot. He's a great young jock. Um, Luis is so hot right now. So hot, yes. No, he, he's doing pretty well. Um, we get along very well, and he's won a lot of races for me. So here at Calder, so I guess Jose Garofalo. Garofalo, Garofalo. Is, is out of Calder, and uh, so he asked Luis to ride Wildcat Red. And I like Wildcat Red. He stretched out nicely in the, uh, what did he run in? Not the Holy Bull, the Hutchinson. So medal count, likely to for the Fountain of Youth. Medal count is a Dale Roman, somebody who haven't, we haven't heard from. Yeah, it's in a name the whole, I heard yeah. in a long time. Yeah, so he's got a horse called Metal Count. It's going to run in the Fountain of Youth. Or the Foy. We'll see. I don't know. I think he's won a couple of maidens, um, so he's leaning and right, running them in the Fountain of Youth, which is good. Com- Commissioner, another Todd Pletcher horse, along with Havana, who is behind in his training, is going to run the Fountain of Youth. So I'm not going to the Fountain of Youth. It's, it's next weekend, um, but it should be very interesting. Um and, and so on to rants and raves, strong mandate back in action in the southwest. So that that's a Woo. that's a great thing he ran today. And I think he ran pretty well. Twelve horse field. Um, I think uh, he should be forwardly pl- placed, and he was running in the top half. Lucas said he's an excellent gate horse. I don't think he broke all that well in the race, though. Mm. I mean, he's a little bit. He was a little bit back. And he was way outside, and I think that hurt him coming out of the eighth pole. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't break all that well. I don't think. Um, so, and he was wide all the way around, which is tough. Yeah. So, hey, it happens. Mm-hmm. Honor code. That was a rant, right? That was that was a rave, actually. It was, it was a, a rave. rave for Southwest to, I mean, for Strong Mandate to come back, back in action. We haven't seen him in a while. He's yeah. a D Wayne horse. Um, I think I don't know what he's going to run in next. Golf clap for him though. Golf clap, yes. Honor code works, so honor code is working again after his bruised back shin. So that's that's a that's a golf clap. Honor code's working. 
And actually, he's going to run in the Rebel, which is at Oaklawn. Um, and I'm going to the Rebel. Hooray, I'm going to go chase Honor Code over to the Rebel. And that should be a good race. That's a, I think that's a 50-pointer. Rebel, Rebel. It's on March 15th, so I'm going to see Honor Code, get some pics of Honor Code. Where's that at? It's in Arkansas. Arkansas. Have you ever <laughs> Arkansas. been? I've never you been, been there. Never been there. Got to get you a straw hat, boy. Yeah, get me a straw hat. I'm going to see if I can get behind the scenes, work my magic, and get behind the scenes to see if I can get close to Suge and Honor Code. One of my favorites for the Derby. I don't know. I mean, he's behind, though. He's not. Mm. I mean, hopefully he wins that and goes on to the Kentucky Derby or another big race out of that. I don't know what. If he wins that, I don't know if it's going to get him into the Derby or not. He'll get 50 points. So um, almost famous, the Kelvin Rail. I think it's a Tommy Amos horse, is uh, pointing towards the foy. And actually, I think Almost Famous ran pretty well, and he's got Kelvin, and Kelvin loves to hug the rail, and he sometimes he sneaks horses up. I think Almost Famous, he ran in the Holy Bull. He ran pretty well. He was on the lead for a while, and then he kind of backed up. But I think Almost Famous might be improving, so he might do better in the Fountain of Youth. Mm-hmm. Don't know. So I liked him. I like him. Cool. So a rant. The only rants that I can find these days. <laughs> Live racing at Aqueduct canceled on February 16th due to severe wet winter weather. Yeah, it's coming down out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, freaking New York. Nady's not coming back till Wednesday because they, they do have some weather. Yeah, it's rough. It's 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 like the exact opposite about here. Yep, everything's growing and flourishing. So I don't think Tom Tom <laughs> Tommy I I made a faux pas. Tommy Amos is the Rise Up trainer, not the Almost Famous trainer. So womp, I think, womp, womp. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my bad. You got mule for it. it. It'll come to me after a while here. Who who his trainer is Almost Famous? Who was that? Don't know off the top of my head. I'll think about it. So the rant, we already did the rant, the rave fairgrounds rise up sizzles in prep for Risen Star. So he's going to rise up, is going to run the Risen Star. And this is a horse that I like. He won the Delta Mountain Downs jackpot pretty handily. And he's a Tom Amos horse. Um, let's see. Put several stakes horses through timed workouts Saturday morning at the fairground, including Risen Star hopeful rise up, who whizzed, whizzed, whizzed. Through a half mile in a near bullet, so it wasn't the bullet workout for the day. At forty-seven and forty seconds, which is that's a that's a pretty fast four furlong. There you go, thanks, Maxie. I'm on my golf clap game Uh, today. On the golf clap. So these point standings are going to change. I'm just going to rattle off the first few. So we have Havana, who was behind in his training, is going to run in the swale at fourteen. These are the. The leaders on the point standings on the chase for the crown. Um, Honor Code with 14. Tamarando with 12. Actually, you know who's going to be at the top of the leaderboard now? Tapature, who was in fifth. He will now be in first because now he has 22 points. The Bob Baffert horse, Midnight Hawk, who lost to who in the El Camino? He came in. No, what was the race last weekend at Santa Anita? What was that race? It was the Robert B. Lewis. Yes, he, he lost to names. Candy Boy. Mm-hmm. So um, he's still up there, though. Bondholder, Rise Up, We Miss Artie, Artie. and Candy Boy, 10th. 
then Sam Rat, Noble Moon. I'm not going to go through the whole list here, but um, Google it. <laughs> the big news is Tapature is going to be number one with 20. He's he's pointing towards the Derby, and he looked pretty damn good today. Hmm. You got to like Steve Asmussen. Yep. And I guess Tapature is a homebred, whatever that means. He's bred in his state. He's, he's homebrewed. Yeah, so he's a homebrew, but <laughs> he he's looking pretty tough. He was tucked in, saved ground on the rail, ran a great race. Muy bueno. So, February 17th, which is today, the Southwest at Oaklong Park, Tapature won that. So, the next race, February 22nd, Fountain of Youth at Gulfstream, is the big first 50-point race, 20 points to the second-place horse, 10 points to the third place. And then we have another 50-pointer, same day, the Risen Star. So, so this weekend is going to have two big races, Fountain of Youth and the Risen Star at the fairgrounds, which is in... Louisiana. 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 Another 50-pointer. Then the Gotham, which the Gotham. I think, I don't know. No. I thought that Honor Cope was going to run in the Gotham, but he is not. He's going to the um, Rebel at Oaklawn. Mm. So the Gotham is at Big A. And Big A if it's and, opened. And, yeah, if it's open. And Belmont are both in Queens, Max. I looked that up, too. That's another callback from last episode. Mm-hmm. I looked it up, and they're both in Queens. <laughs> Got to go there. But Queens is like kind of the tip of Long, Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Um, then the Tampa Bay Derby. I'll be down in Florida that day for a wedding, but I won't be able to go to Tampa Bay. I wish I could, but I can't. But I'm sure I'll be betting it. <laughs> Then we have the San Felipe at Santa Anita as another 50-pointer. And those are the next few races. Sorry about the lists. No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> so. Which uh, which one we have to call on? What are we going to oh, talk so about Oh, so let's do the. Um, do you want to listen to that? What did we that? lead up with? It. Let's, let's do the call of the El Camino Real Derby. Give it a call and then we'll uh, talk about it. Give it a call and then we'll talk about it. ...lead by Stevens. Dance with fate and Grider trying to match him as they kick away from the early leader. I'll wrap it up. And here comes Tamarando let loose on the outside. Past the 316's pole. Dance with fate has the lead over Enterprising. A length away to Tamarando. And Infosec on the inside is fourth. It's Dance with fate the leader. Tamarando grinding after him. Dance with fate confronted by Tamarando. The Calbred Tamarando puts his head in front and wins the El Camino Real Derby over Dance with Fate Enterprising. Fourth's either Infosec or Puppy Manners. They were followed by Icy Ride, Clearable, Wrap It Up, and Craftsman. Puppy Manners. <laughs> that name's so <laughs> lame. That is kind of interesting. Are we back on, Max? Yeah. We're back on. Um, so that was the El Camino Real Derby. The final stretch of it, right? The final stretch of it. So, I mean, Tamarando. Ran pretty well. Again, it's the the funny surface I was talking about. But he <laughs> he broke like he was dead last coming out of the gate, and he just kind of conserved his energy. And he came pretty storming up at the end there. Mm. And um, I thought Dance with Fate was going to get him because he Dance with Fate kind of was in a stalking position um, coming up on. Enterprising, which was Enterprising, was the fave going into the race. The Tommy Proctor horse and Gary Stevens was not Enterprising, so he was on the lead. Um, Dance with Fate, who to me looked the, much the best in the post parade, 
kind of hung tight, maybe third or fourth. And then when we got to the top of stretch, he, he took over the lead. And then Tamarando came probably four or five wide coming down the stretch with a lot of, lot of, lot of gas left and clipped Dance with Fate about one jump before the wire, <laughs> which I, I, I had the exacta, but it would have been nice if I had Dance with Fate on top because I put some money on uh, Dance with Fate's nose to, to win. Um, it was a good race. Um, I think Tamarando is definitely a contender. He's going to jump up in the the rankings also. So where? Let's see. Let me look at that real quick. Um, nice. I like that. I like that. It's kind of like a little transition beat. So Tamarando was. Who was he? God, was he even on the leaderboard? Oh, he was. He was fourth. He's going to be tied with them. Um, wow, so Tapature, it's going to be Tapature, Tamaranda. I, w- I would say out of those two horses, and that's a very interesting shift, right? So now the, the leaderboard is going to be Tapature, Tamarando, Cairo Prince, Honor Code. Honor Code's behind in his training, and Havana is going to be down too. So And Havana is behind in his training. And then, you know, you, you can't discount shared belief. I don't know if he's going to make the Derby, though, honestly. I think mm. the way that Jerry Hollendorfer said, he said that the Kentucky Derby has always been cruel to him. So, <laughs> But Tamarando <laughs> is a Jerry Hollendorfer horse, so he's up in the lead. So he'll probably – I bet you Tamarando runs in the Santa Anita Derby. Mm. I think he's pointing towards that. Mm. Um, Tapature will probably run in, like, the Louisiana Derby or the Arkansas Derby or something in the center. Honor Code will definitely run in, like – He's gonna do the um, the rebel. I don't know if he's gonna get. See if he does the rebel. He might be able to do like the um, something late to get a hundred pointer in before before the derby. So we'll see. Yeah, pretty interesting though. It's it's shifting around a little bit. So one of the other things I wanted to talk about today are like injuries and delays. So we we talked about honor code. So he's delayed. He's behind in his training, which I don't really like. Shared a belief. We talked about it last week. He's got quarter crack in his hooves. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's back training yet. So Jerry Hollandover is like, I don't know what the hell's going on with him. Mm. Havana um, is going to run in the Swale, which is a lower level race. He should win it. But Havana is behind a little bit. And then he's going to point towards something like one of the biggies, you know, like the, the 100 pointers. Mm. Um, I think some of the horses to watch. I mean, Gary Stevens said about Candy Boy, It's a, I mean, he won the Robert B. Lewis. He said that it's a talented horse, and it's his pick for the Derby. Oh, mm, that's a, that's that's a big statement. Yeah. yeah, so that's Gary Stevens saying that about Candy Boy, and he's ridden mm. some really big horses. Yeah. Um, top billing by Suge, he's going to run the Fountain of Youth, and he won handily the last, when I was there for the Holy Bull at Fleur at Gulfstream, he ran in an earlier race that day, and his time was as good as the Holy Bull. Mm. Um, so he's been over the track, and so he'll be in the Fountain of Youth. So it's a Shug horse for um, top billing. So and and I think Con- Conquest Titan you can't discount. He ran his ass off. He got wide, but he was he went from last to second place in the Holy Bull. So he's good. Mm-hmm. Rise up. Um, you got to look out for him. He's going to run, run on the Risen Star. So I think he was decent. Harpoon showed me something. He ran in a race at Tampa Bay. It's another Pletcher horse. He got nipped, but he came way wide. 
Um, I think he's another horse to to watch. Potentially, Christo got beat by Midnight Hawk in the Sham, but he was wide. So, I mean, there's some other horses that mm-hmm. are kind of coming into contention here that we need to keep our eyeballs on. I don't remember you mentioning it, but did you mention the commissioner, Todd Fletcher? Uh, yeah, I said commissioner Todd Fletcher horse. Okay. Um, he's going to run in the in the Foy, the Fountain of Youth gotcha. this this weekend. So, um, so there's there's it. a few other. It's kind of shipped. It's really interesting. So we're hitting the 50-point races, and it's starting to really shuffle around. Horses that we thought, like Honor Code and Havana, that they might walk right into the Kentucky Derby. I don't know, because of injury and delays and all the stuff that goes on in horse racing, it's very interesting to see what's happening. It may help them with the smaller races, like Tommy was saying before. Those, like... Yeah, few, and a few couple points that might just nudge them over the edge. Yeah, to get it's kind of it's very interesting because to see all these horses kind of jockeying, and and I think to some degree that like Pletcher and Shug and they want to run in races that not all the bigger horses are running it, so it's more of like this yeah. this whole strategy. I, oh, I don't want to know if I want to run against those horses yet. I'm gonna you know. Yeah. So I think Shug taking um, Honor Code up to the Rebel is kind of like that's interesting. He's not he's in Florida. Yeah, there's some big. There's four like big races in Florida that he didn't run in any of them, and he's going up to. And Shug doesn't really necessarily like to travel his horses, but I think he's from Louisiana, so Arkansas is pretty close to Louisiana. So yeah. he's taking them up. It's it's interesting. It's very interesting. And, and Pletcher, you know, with Havana kind of running him in the swale, which I would, you know, and he's probably not ready re- yet. So it's it's a very 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 interesting. There's like some strategy going on that I don't think you're we're really aware of, but yeah. it's, it's a pretty interesting. Well, the point system's new. How do you feel about it this thus far? Into the... I, you know, I kind of like the point system. I, I kind of yeah. do because it's kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the the BCS Bowl series kind of mm-hmm. deal where you know things are funneling. I don't know. I, I think I, I like it's because the money thing. I think it's easier to keep track of and. Because I think that people are pointing towards different races, and you really—I mean—it it cuts out a few things. Like some of the females that would would run in some big races and win some big races might get to the Derby. So I don't like yeah. it for that. So like, if a female wants to get into the Derby, she's got to run against the boys early. Yeah. Like before the female could, I think, rack up some earnings and just get into the Derby based on earnings. Yeah. But now she has to run with the boys early. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's it's, yeah, uh, it's I guess that's it's, the downfall. It's, it's interesting, yeah. but I I, I kind of like it. Yeah, because I mean, I like it. I like following it. I like it's it's. There's a lot, in, especially now. All yeah. these big races are happening and things are shifting all over the place. So it's it's kind of like you're standing on a big lump of jello. So interesting. It's, <laughs> it's it's very interesting. A couple of things I just want to talk about. So Tapature one. The uh, Southwest today. So I was looking at his recent work. So I, I did this last night. So he he ran once over the over the surface. He hasn't really been at Oakland that long, and he won handily today. And, and when he ran, he breezed. And I, I read a thing by um, Steve Asmussen, and he said ah, he ran really well over Oakland, but he was his rank was three out of three at Oakland, and his last work was um, two thirteen. And today is what the twenty. Today's what's the day? Seventeenth. So he he four days ago he ran. It was for the first time <laughs> over Oakland. He only ran once. Before that, he was running at um, the fairgrounds in Louisiana. So two three he did. He was one of one. He ran a six furlong work, and he did. You know he's one of one, but one twelve eighty. That's a good work breezing. 
And then on 127, he did a six front line work at 113, one of seven, which is good. That's a bullet. Those are two bullet works. So, I mean, he's in, he's, he's been working steadily. He won the um, Kentucky Jockey Club Stakes, a grade two race. Uh, he came in third in a maiden, maiden special weight in, on 10-27 of 13. He won the Jockey Club on 11-30 of 13. Hmm. So he hasn't really – this is his first race out for this year, and he he wins. Very nice. He wins. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. So he was running – let's see. I'm trying to figure out his spacing here. So ten twenty seven to eleven thirty. What is that? That's that's only a month, and then he had. So that's really twelve. So it's God. He hasn't ran in a while. Ran in a race in a while, has he? Not really. Uh, maybe a couple of months between. So that's. I mean, he's rested up. He ran well though. Yeah. Um, strong mandate. Let's talk about strong mandate. His works. I mean, this this is what impressed me about strong mandate. He's been at Oaklawn. So he's been at Oaklawn for since December. Mm-hmm. And he's been working there. So his last, he did a work breezing, um, a four furlong work at 48.60, um, and he was ranked one. It was a bullet work, one of 79. And then he did, on 127, he did a work, a five furlong work, and it was a minute even, and he was one of 61. So, I mean, he, those are two great workouts. So I was really high. If I had bet today, I would have bet strong mandate probably, mm-hmm. based on how he looked. But the trip he had today was, I mean, so that's, you have to really, when you're handicapping stuff, you look at his post position, and the trip he had was not that great. He didn't break that well. He was mm-hmm. way outside, and it killed him at the end. So, I mean, the trip is important. And I think it's interesting that um, Steve Asmussen said that, and I like this about horses, so that Steve Asmussen said that um, Tapature is a handyman. He didn't really say he's a great horse. He said he's a handyman, and he's athletic. Which I think though the combination of that is he's not a, he's a horse that can maneuver easily, and he saved ground with him. The jockey saved ground with him, and he ran an outstanding race, and he had a lot left at the end. Mm-hmm. So I I think he's a he's a horse that's we got to keep our eyeballs on. I, yeah. I really like the way he ran today. I like Steve Asmussen. He's one of the the most winningest trainers, but he's. He runs a lot of races, but the guy's a great trainer. Yeah. He's a great trainer. So I think Strong Mandate um, ran pretty well. Tapature liked the way he looked today. I was looking at Coastline, too. He came up, up for fourth. Um, he's been in Oaklawn for a little bit. His works aren't that impressive. Um, but he came in third in the Smarty Jones. Delta Downs, he came in eighth. Street Sense Stakes, he, he won. That was last year, though. So mm-hmm. he hasn't done that well this year, but, hey, you never know. He came in fourth, I think, today. Coastline did. And that's a few horses. And then Tamarando, I pulled his sheet on his work. So let's look at that, the Jerry Hollendorfer horse. His works of late. So at Santa Anita. So he hasn't. he's been running on the dirt, which is good, and they went to Golden Gate. He's good on the Tapita, which is that the funny stuff. Funny stuff, yeah. Um, but he... He runs really well on Tappet. I think he's won a couple of races. Well, the California Cup, he came in second. The Cash Call Futurity came in third. Um, Real quiet stakes, he came in first. So he's been running some stakes races just out in California. Um, His works of late at Santa Anita, five furlongs at 59. He was ranked eight out of 86. That's pretty strong. 
uh, on 121 of 14. He ran four furlongs and 47 and four, which is pretty quick, but he was five of 33 on that. So, And then just before that, he ran a, did a work on 116, five furlongs, did it in a minute and change. Yeah, um, eight of 42. So that that's pretty interesting. So I think I just want to talk a little bit about the horses. I think that's kind of a... Anything else, Max? You got anything? Nope. Not really. Um, so this weekend, oh, I wanted to talk <coughs> briefly, briefly, just briefly about the Fountain of Youth this weekend. Foy. The Foy. So <coughs> a couple, so you got, I talked already about it. It looks like there's going to be about, it's quite a few horses. There's probably 12 horses in that. I would say that the key horses in, in, in the Fountain of Youth are going to be Wildcat Red with Luis Saez. Um, he won the Hutchinson. Then you got top billing. He won an allowance last time out for Suge. Conquest Titan's going to be in the Fountain of Youth, which is good. Then Commissioner. And then this is a whole bunch of other ones. Almost Famous. We Miss Artie's going to be in it, Max. Um, General A-Rod, another horse that we haven't seen in a while, is going to be in it. So this is going to be a good race. I'm a, little, I'm a little disappointed that Havana and honor code aren't in this but hey I, I think it's shaking out pretty interesting and it should be a great race and i think that's a you think that closes us down i think that closes us down so look evening edition so go bet heavy and bet often this weekend there's two big races the fountain of youth and what was the other one uh the risen star is the risen star this weekend where's my thing i'm flipping pages now fountain of youth and uh yeah risen star i believe yep so two big races should be lots of fun. Yeah, some, those into, are 50-pointers, too. Getting into the thick of it, so... Yep, these will be good ones. That's a wrap, Maxi. Do our little... Our little outro. Well, you can find this episode and every episode on angolightmedia.com where you can read some blogs and all other things. Maybe buy a picture, too, if you like what you see. Uh, you can give us a tweet at angolightmedia and follow us or like us on Facebook, which is also angolightmedia. Uh, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. And I think that about does it. And I believe that's a show. Thanks, Angolightmedia.